0: All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, September 27th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co host on Monday and Tuesdays here at MMAOddsBaker.com. It's Mr. Big Marcel. What's going on, man? I
1: don't know. What's up? How are you doing? Um, yeah, we're a uh, new week, new fights. Yeah, Both yeah. Fights recap. So, uh, yeah,
0: all good. Yeah, before we move on to. Um, Next or this Saturday's UFC fight night card, we got to talk about 266 because it just took place obviously on Saturday. Good card, mm-hmm. really good card, lots of stuff to talk about. But yeah, like I said, tomorrow, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, Marcel will be back with me and we'll break down this weekend's card. It is UFC Vegas 38, we'll break it down tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern. There's also a contender series we'll talk a little bit about tomorrow as well. Um and there's a Bellator card this week. We'll we'll try to touch on that a little bit, but there's a lot to talk about this week. Um but for this for this uh show we'll we'll focus on UFC two sixty-six, recap it. Let's just start with the main event, work our way down, Marcel. Okay. So mm-hmm. main event of the evening, it was fight of the night. Alexander Volkanovsky defeats Brian Ortega, Unanimous Decision. It was a f- phenomenal fight, but back and forth fight, but Volkanovsky just a little bit sharper, especially with the striking, and he had this submission defense to thwart up those pff, super tight guillotine uh, triangle choke and other submission attempts by Ortega. I think a lot of fighters were tapped out to those submissions, but Volkanovski toughed it out and made it the distance and, and won the fight pretty convincingly too. I thought he looked amazing. I mean, I know Marcel, we, we both picked Ortega in this fight. It's not that we didn't think Volkanovski would win. We both thought he could win. It's just that we had to make a pick. I, I knew that Volkanovski didn't have any holes in this game. And this really just confirmed that to me. This was an amazing, this was like Volkanovski 2.0. Like, this was even better than the version that we saw against Holloway. Even the first time, I think. This was like the best version maybe of Volkanovski we've seen. I thought he looked amazing, Marcel. It was a great fight. Give me your thoughts on it. i got to say, man, I don't really understand
1: the fuss about this fight. I don't think it was that a great fight, man. To be honest, just kidding, man. <laughs> That's an amazing fight. It was actually. a great was fight. A really, <laughs> yeah, it was a really good fight. Um, yeah, man, Volkanovski really complete fighter man we pretty much said that both but uh, i was like ortega's a specialist you know on the ground i was like if it hits the ground ortega might be able to to submit him and he was close you know he was really close even volk said he was close so uh, but overall or- volkanovski the better fighter man um, yeah. deserved victory and um, man he looks so good again you know and the people who were complaining about the second holloway fight i mean those people i understand you you guys are holloway fans but you got to give credit to volkanovski man i mean this was an amazing performance and um also i mean he he has he has done so great in the ufc so far man he 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 won again against aldo he won against twice against max in my opinion one but we got to give him officially twice he won against ortega he won against chad mendez when everybody was still on the fence with volkanovski you know and uh, He's just building, you know, and he's building a legacy at featherweight right now, in my opinion. And if he keeps this going, man, listen, man, two or three more title defenses at featherweight, and he already surpasses Max Holloway or something, or maybe two. I don't know how much
0: much it is. So he's doing very well. Yeah, he's got two right now, and Max had one, two, he had three. So he's only one behind Max. That's really surprising, actually. I thought Max had more. Mm Defenses and that, but he did move up to lightweight at one point. Yeah, I think Volkanovski right now is incredible. I mean, you talk about the pound for pound best fighters in the world. Like, how do you not put this guy up there? Like, he's got to be at least top five, if not higher at this point. Right? 20 straight wins, Marcel, what?
1: I got mad on Saturday, but I didn't tweet about it because I don't want to do get into discussions when they uh, made the promo. There were like Alexander Volkanovski beat the featherweight greatest of all time twice. Almost like the disrespect
0: to disrespect Aldo, man. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I it's... remember even when when Max beat when he beat or taken in Toronto. I remember asking Max that question. I was there, and I asked Max, I'm "Like, do you think you've surpassed yeah. Aldo?" And he was like, "No, I don't. I don't think so." And then it I did. Think, yeah, I yeah, respect I, that. And that was his last, I think, title defense. Um, let me double check. Yeah, it was. And then he he, he went up. No, actually, sorry, he he beat Edgar after that, but still. Okay. Um, I don't know if that would make him the goat. It's not. It's it's one anyone beat. Let me go some questions, guys. I'm gonna get some. Rex Lee, what's going on, man? He says, what's up, Marcel, Adam, love the content. Hey, appreciate it, man. Tristan, what's up, man? He says, Do you all see Eugene Barron's comments about how Nick Diaz should have been there? I didn't see that comment, but I saw what he said about uh, moving their camp to the States. It sure seems like that camp, City Kickboxing, is going to go to the United States very soon. So, um, today they we're talking about Florida, Texas, California, Vegas. They're going to go to the States because they can't train in, in, in uh, New Zealand now and get back to... Uh, to the United States safely, you know what I mean. Marcel? like it's yeah. they, these guys can't be risking like months, potentially months on end of not seeing their families. It's not fair, you know. So they have to make a I choice. Mean, he also said, I think
1: that Brunson deserves the title shot over Robert Waiter. I, 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 I didn't hear that. But I think he was. I think he was joking.
0: I'm pretty sure he was. I, I hope. I hope so. I don't know. I think I he, was he was messing with Rob, but he did say that he thinks that Brunson is a little bit more deserving because he's got five wins compared to three. Even though two of those wins were like Theodoro and Hynish, who aren't ranked, Volkanovski's got some crazy cardio. Sure does, man. He's he's also fit every single fight. I never seen him in bad shape for a fight. Ground pound is double. Well, so did Murat. We'll talk about Murat too. Talk about ground and pound. Do you do Volk for, uh Holloway three? Yeah, hundred percent. Right, so, like That's the fight to make. Right, yeah, the for winner, sure. Winner yeah, that for fight, sure. is shot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Don't. The yeah. only other thing is Zabit is apparently coming back. We gotta talk about that quickly. I'm sure you saw this. Zabit's coach, Mark Henry, says he's coming back. Zabit's yeah. an amazing fighter. I think Zabit gets one win, he gets a title shot, too. So, you know, I don't know who they're going to put him in there with. Zabit, Marcel? Um, Korean I Zombie, I guess? Maybe, I guess. That would, that'd be the
1: guy? Maybe. Listen, man, people are going to cry for us. They want to see him for five rounds, fight. So he got he he needs to, to be in a five-round fight. He
0: does. You can't give a title shot without giving him a five-rounder, right? Like, he's got to take at least did, one five-rounder.
1: Did they it, did it with Volk, dude. That's true. That's, true.
0: that's true I was at the Aldo fight it was three rounds you're right they, maybe they won't but I think the, I think the difference is at least we knew Volk had you know somewhat good conditioning we'll take we'll say Zabitz is a little bit questionable he sure got tired I mean, in that third round of that fight with Kader I rounds, don't mind yeah. I, I mean I want to see him yeah. in a 5 round well. I'd like, like to see him in a five-rounder part a
1: beat he will accept probably so the
0: point is like there are there's still fresh contenders for Volk like he's still got other guys so yeah. he's saying now Oh, maybe I'll go to, to lightweight and fight there. I'd rather see him stay at featherweight. There's lots of fighters for him to fight. You know, challenges.
1: I understand from his point of view, you know, but on the other side, I don't like it because he goes to lightweight, you know, imagine he goes to lightweight and he beat Charles Oliveira. I imagine, you know, and he's a double champion then and he gets injured. Then we have two
0: weight classes again on hold. So that's not an option in my opinion, man. That's true. Um, I'm just looking at the rankings right now. So he's beaten he's beaten number one, number two. Uh number three he hasn't beaten. That's right here. So he hasn't beat number three. Number four is Chance on Jung. He has I don't think he's beaten him, right? So yeah. number five, Calvin Cater. Calvin's not getting title shot, but uh, did Volk fight him? I don't think so. Arnold Allen's right there. Josh Emmett, Jigga Jacati, Dan Egan. He's only fought three guys in the top ten. Uh, yeah. and this is not trying to take anything away from volkovskys but he's fought number one twice and number two, but there's like seven guys in the top 10 is a fought. So he's lots of challenges. Mm-hmm. Glenn was really impressed with the heart to get all the submissions. I can't believe he got out of it, especially the guillotine, the mountain guillotine choke. It's insane. That was insane. His head was purple and he still got out of it. Cole Sheldon, the disrespect to Connor, not saying he's the featherweight goat, he was, Connor was apparently pissed. That's when he started uh, tweeting. And I don't know if you hear what Volkanovsky said. He's like, nah, I think he's on the piss. He's all drunk. He's tweeting about some, some... he's always like. I, I would tweet some weird fucking things too if I was on the piss. That's what he said. I thought that was hilarious. I like Volkanovski's good. Um, anything else on this fight you want to talk about? Taking quickly, I mean, it was not a great performance by him outside the submission attempts. I, I, I was expecting more. I got to be honest with you, Marcel. Like his striking just—it wasn't as good as it was in the in the zombie fight.
1: No,
0: I just don't understand. That fight is so weird, man. Why did he have to look so good in that fight? If he didn't look that good, I would have never picked him in this fight. But it's like Same. That guy looked amazing. That was like the best version of him he's ever seen. And but you know what? Uh and my boy Duke made some good points. It's like these it's stands in front of you, and Volkanovski does He moves side to side the whole time, hard to hit. We saw that. I think Ortega, you know, he's still a good fighter, but at this point, Marcel lost to number one and two. I hate to say it, but it's like he's kind of a gatekeeper now because he's not going to get a title shot anytime soon against Holloway mm-hmm. or or Volkanos. He's obviously a contender, but Right now he's like the gatekeeper to get to the title. Maybe they do Ortega and like beat or something. I don't know. Any of those fights make sense though. Um, got these comments. says Contr- <laughs> I sold my host and put money on Robbie to TKO Nick at plus two forty. I-, I I really hope that's true, Kensura, Contr- and I hope you're doing well, man. I haven't seen the chat in a while. John, what's up, man? He says featherweight's been held up this year with layoff. Emmett Mitchell's recoveries from injury. I'd like to see Volk active. Uh, but if featherweight makes more sense. I agree with you, John. I'd like to see him stay at Featherweight too um there's lots of contenders for him you know if he doesn't like i understand he wants to wait for for max and Zabit, or he doesn't necessarily want to wait for them but that's what he's gonna have to do uh sorry max and the year. but i mean hey Zabit's out there now there's other guys out there i think you should stay at this division and keep fighting because to me there's a lot of contenders all right uh let's go talk about the co-main event where i saw valentina and lauren murphy i mean there's not much to say about this fight like we talked about last week like it was pretty much exactly what i expected like, i gotta be honest if anything, Murphy did even worse than I thought. Like she didn't do anything in this fight. She looked completely like she just wasn't. She wasn't ready for the moment. It was like too much of a moment for her, right, Marcel? Like she fought so hard to get those wins, to argue for a title shot, gets the biggest fight of her life, and pretty much shit the bed. I hate to say it, but Murphy looked like a deer in the headlights in this fight. And I can't blame her. I mean, Valentina is a scary, scary woman, and. I mean she would beat me up too, so I can't really blame her too much, but Marcel, honestly, like this was even more lopsided than I think someone was thought it might be. Yeah, That's I all.
1: agree. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'm there. <laughs> um yeah. Like we said, man, it's not no disrespect to Murphy, but the thing is, yeah, you, you, you can see exactly what's up, man. You know, at the first fight of the pay per view card, uh, Jessica Andrade defeats Calvillo pretty much, uh, very, do- I thought it was very dominant in the striking. We'll talk know? about her a second, too. Yeah, 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 But, but I just wanted to see to show you with, um, Andrade, Andrade lost to Shevchenko, very decisive in, his, in our last fight, you know, yeah, and she's clear, clear number one contender in the division, she showed it again. You know, but she's not going to win against Valentina Shashanko. Shashanko is so far ahead above every other woman in the division. So, for Murphy to lose to her, yeah, I mean, I think no disrespect against laura murphy i think she's amazing She she's done so well you know but everybody except laura murphy's family and her t- teammates thought laura murphy wasn't gonna win that fight everybody thought valentina was gonna win that fight and it's for a reason man it's not because these other girls are bad or anything but valentina is that good she's that great and what she does she's just one of a kind one-of-a-kind fighter in my opinion you know and the only fight that makes sense to me is a third fight with amanda nunes at this moment my opinion is 1-1 officially it's over 2-0 for nunes you know but that's the only fight that makes sense to me at this moment
0: yeah i'm looking at the again for her division i mean she's yeah. she's pretty much cleaned it out like you compare to mm-hmm. volkanovsky's only fought like three of the top 10. Danteans be number one number two number three number four um and number eight oh, so she's only or or
1: not i think
0: yeah and calderwood calvillo who's not getting a title shot our our Ujo, roxanne who's going to be out of the top ten so santos will be in the top ten then grasso mm-hmm. and she beats all of them you know I, I, the only way she she is competitive is she moves up to 135 and fights amanda again that's the only fight oh so. is even that
1: crazy her. man that she beats the girls and what uh people think are the chance for the girls to beat her you know everybody was like andrade might have a chance on the ground she beats her on the ground you know um and, and back in the day juliana pena she's amazing with submission. she might beat her with a submission she beats juliana pena with a submission you mean, know what i mean she just
0: does every time somebody yeah. says like she might lose and that way she beats the girl that way yeah <laughs> she's crazy. she's pretty amazing man i mean right like yeah. talking about pound for pound i mean she's right there like yeah in the, in the whole sport she's pretty amazing let me get these comments. Um, Kristen says, at one uh, at this point, I'd prefer to see Shacheco Diaz three uh, than another fly Tail defense. I think Marcel is the same way. Now, Cole doesn't agree. He says, I don't know why. I don't know if majority of people calling for Diaz sharchenko three realize how boring the first two fights were. You're right, Cole. Now, I, I don't think he's wrong necessarily that they were, like, the greatest fight. I don't think they were – the second one was super boring. The first one was, like – that was on the Conor McGregor card in Diaz, the first one. And if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. it was Amanda dominating the first two rounds, like completely gassed out, right in the third round. And Valentina won the third round, but it was yeah. a three-round fight. The second fight was kind of like more of like a technical chess match that went five rounds and was a split decision. I, I'm not gonna say the most exciting fights, cool. I agree with you, but to be honest with you, I mean, <laughs> is are Valentina's fights at 125 that much more exciting? Not really. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's not going to be the most exciting fight, at least it's competitive. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like these fights aren't competitive anymore at 125. Well, He's just so much Cole. better than everyone else. He's lacked the competition at this point. What? Cole, bro, you know, I love
1: you, but those bad takes sometimes, man. I mean, <laughs> bro, come on, man. If you are pumped for Jake Paul against Tyrone Woodley uh, and and Tito Ortiz against Anderson Silva and Vitor Belfort against Evander Holyfield, how the hell can you not be pumped for Nunez Shashank with
0: three, man? Come on. Marcel's funny. Quinn says uh, Tacho Suarez, <laughs> he, he mentioned her. Yeah, we didn't ma- mention her. The, now she's injured. Is, it's hard to like call her contender. Yeah. She's always hurt. Yeah, I know. I now, you if, haven't seen that 125. Yeah. Now I, I think she'll do well because she was always a huge and strong weight. I think she'll do well at 125, but she hasn't fought in two and a half years now. So, all right, let's go to the next fight here. Robbie Lawler defeats Nick Diaz, third round TKO. Man, this was a great fight. I mean, these guys went at it, and you know what's crazy, Marcel? Nick Diaz landed 150 significant strikes through two and a half rounds. That's insane. That's an insane. If this fight went five rounds, you would have seen the record broken for significant strikes landed. I have no doubt. But even through three, two and a half rounds or whatever it was, not even two and a half, but two, you know, in a quarter, uh, these guys were going at it. And you know, for two guys in their late 30s, almost 40s, I thought it was a good fight, Marcel. Like. I wasn't expecting fight of the year, I was expecting a, a bit of a brawl. It, it, that's what it was. Robbie Lawrence gets to knock out the third round. Nick didn't want to fight anymore. He waved it off. Yeah. Um it's I think it's a TKO retirement. That's what I would call it. You know, I've seen some people yeah. say TKO punches. I saw a topology say that. No, I don't retirement. know if it's gonna change. Has it changed? Because I, I don't I agree know. with that. I gotta be honest with you. I think retirement is the correct term for this finish. It was yeah. a punch that dropped Diaz. Yeah, you guys gotta change that topology, I think, Marcel. I think it's a retirement. I, to me, he waved it off. He sat there and said, "Nope, I'm done." So to me, that's that's a. I don't know if it's a verbal. I'm not saying it's a verbal uh, submission, but it's it's a TKO retirement. And I'm not surprised Nick did it because remember Nick was the guy through the towel in when Josh Thompson got kicked in, uh, kicked up Nate Diaz in the Nate head. Diaz in the head. And Nick yeah. was the only threw the towel and saying that fight's over. So I don't like seeing guys that you know don't want to be in there, but there is a difference between some you know guy like Max Roscoff who had mm-hmm. no fights in the UFC that quit in the stool and Nick Diaz saying, I don't want to fight anymore after getting uh, dropped after 130 something strikes landed by Robbie Lawler. There is a difference with that. And to me, I, I'm fine with Nick saying he didn't want to fight, but he didn't want to fight after that set after that third round, like he did retire in the cage. So I don't think it's wrong to say he quit. I think he did quit, but there's a reason he quit. It's not just because he didn't want to fight it's because he was he was getting hurt in that in that third round, and he's like, you know what? There's no point in me taking more damage, and I'll I'll leave to to save another day. And I don't know if he'll fight again. I'm just saying, like, it's probably a smart move on his part because I I think after that after he dropped him Marcel um mm-hmm. with that punch, I think it would have been just more one way traffic for Nick or for Robbie. I mean on Nick. So give me your thoughts on the spy man, and the stoppage and everything. Just give me your thoughts, and I'll get the comments in a guys. Go ahead. To be really honest, I don't think he
1: would—he wanted to fight in the first place. If I saw some of his interviews before, he was like, um, people ask like, "Why do you come back?" Yeah, because they keep asking me to come back, and he's like, "I don't see any—I um, don't see why I actually have to fight Robbie Lawler. I beat him 17 years ago. Why do I have to do it now again?" You know. And um, the thing, is, you said, it was a great fight. Yeah, it was—it was. It was uh, how do you say that? probably because those two are legends and we're looking really forward to it and it had some hype behind it and we just like both guys we think it was a real good fight technically it wasn't a great fight at all in my opinion but it was fun to watch i give you that definitely i think uh, when lola came out man i was like this dude tries to get this done in 20 seconds you know and uh, diaz was uh, like covering up but uh, diaz came back well and he had some good uh, some good combinations you know uh, like diaz always has with his boxing but at a certain moment you saw diaz was kind of done and uh lawlor uh yeah he just didn't want to continue anymore you know he it's a, it's a nice thing to say but he quit at that moment you know and uh, i mean it, he we have to take in consideration dude hasn't won a fight in 10 years hasn't fought in six or seven years F- for asked the promotion to get this fight to 185 while it was scheduled at 170 you know so um I don't really have the how do you say that? I don't really mind what I saw that he quit. I mean, Nick Diaz is great. You know, I, I really like him. It's so just like Robbie Lawler, both both are great fighters. But um yeah, this is pretty much like how can you say that uh, the the league of the elders? You know, we we saw here, and uh, it's it was still competitive. It was still a fun fight, but uh, actually. Would you be mad if the USC was like we do some of the older fighters? We match them up against each other. We still want to compete, like Nick Diaz. Oh, I Lala, think this Eternal makes sense. Doesn't, it, doesn't yeah. it make
0: sense? I'd rather see them fight but, each other than some younger guy that yeah. just gets a name off of them. Yeah. Um, I I just think people. I'm not, Maybe even you, Marcel. I think maybe you're even underselling Nick what he did after being away for six years. He landed the second most significant strikes of anyone on this card. Of anyone on the card, 150 mm-hmm. strikes. Significant strikes landing. Again, he did lose the fight, but this was the most strikes he landed in a fight since BJ Penn when he beat him. And it was the most significant strikes he's landed since before that against Scott Smith. The third most significant strikes landed in his career in a fight that didn't even go the full three rounds. Nick was busy the whole fight, guys. He threw almost 400 strikes in this fight. That's insane. He was busy. I think he did show up to fight. I think he did. He just fought a, a biter who was better shaped, who was a better conditioned fighter at this point, and he lost. So. I, I but think, was he, I, was, but was he ready then? In your opinion, was I don't think, think he was it? necessarily ready, but I think he, I think he was ready to fight. I mean, I don't think he was ready for for this particular fight, in middleweight to happen this weekend. I think you know he even said like I didn't know this fight was happening so soon. But I, I think once he was in the cage, his his instincts kicked in and he was trying to win that fight. I, yeah, I, for, I, for sure. I for believe sure. he was trying but, to win. But was he in hundred percent uh, great shape for this fight? No. Obviously you know we, we know we know nick diaz man
1: normally he 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 never guesses you know what i mean he's always like the dude does triathlons. you know for, for god's right. sake you know he's always in shape and yeah. this time yeah i was kind of i was kind of surprised with it you know that he had that requested the 185 fight I mean, the funny thing is, you know, uh, he requested the 185 fight, and everybody on Twitter and on Instagram is like, "Yeah, man, Nick Diaz, shit, let's go," you know. And then I, then Tito Ortiz two year, two two weeks ago. Uh, who has to, had to make, uh, who had to 100. make, this, what the 200 and what did he, have to or make 195, 200? he was, coming. 195, yeah. And yeah. he asked for like two, he asked for 205 or 200 and people were like, no, you signed the contract. You asked to, do you have to fight like
0: this? And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, we now have different standards or something, you know I what agree. I mean? I so. agree. I agree with that. No, I mean, and there is, let me get these comments. Um, they're about different contenders around to you, someone are talking about Santos, Grasso. You're right, there are some fighters, but many of them for if you're Ro, Yeah, that's definitely someone I think it, it, you know she could be fast tracked, but she's very field in a few years. Yeah, Nick is there another fight in common shape. Respect DS Brothers coming in fight. Yeah, Nick, I don't know what happened exactly, but the timing he obviously wasn't in the best shape. Uh, thoughts on yeah, you're being ranked four, getting the max fight after two years layoff, the last one being Stevens. I like Yair, but i definitely think you're right, Jose, and that there's some weirdness going on in the rankings where he's still ranked, but Zabit's out of it. When you had someone ja- like Raquel painting go out of it, and she's back in it, but she's way ranked lower, even though she won. It doesn't the rankings are. Jair, good.
1: Jair just got kind of lucky, you know, because his fight against Zabit got, uh how do you say that? Got, uh got, sur- Rebooked, How do you say yeah. that got got canceled, and it wasn't his mistake at that moment. You know, right, the, right. they took Zabit out and didn't took him out, yep. while he. Uh, was a problem twice
0: with that fight not happening. Yeah. You know? I know it's it's really not it's not fair, but that's life, I guess. Um, Glenn says out of six years, doesn't know who's fighting or what weight class. Can't finish this and quit halfway. Time to take it serious. Or retire. I mean, he's pretty much a retired fighter at this point. I don't know if we'll see him fight again. Honestly, I don't. I don't think we will. I, I don't think we will. But I didn't think we would last night either. So Nick told everyone fight we didn't want to be there. UFC gave it and Nick's yeah. demands to keep him on the card. Yeah. Nick was waiting for six, seven years. Give another fight and expect him to lose two rounds even. Yeah, I, mean, I think, you know, again, he did okay for a guy who's off that long, but he still got knocked out. He still got finished. I, I, so. I just don't understand why they didn't book that fight at 185 from the beginning. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Very bizarre. Glenn says he has his sniffing strikes weren't really that significant. I think he did some damage to Raleigh, but clearly Robbie was doing more damage, obviously. Jose's force has much respect to Nazareth, Oh, we talking about nads, right? Yeah, that was a tough fight. It obviously turned to be a tough fight for him. Um, fun fact, UFC 266, first card to a quarter, brothers cornered their uh, brothers. Yes, and we have Kyle Dox is fighting this weekend too, which is crazy. All right, let's go through the rest of the card Marcel. Um, this yeah. fight, Curse Blades, Yari Zeno, Rosenstruck. I mean, there's not much talk about this fight. I really thought Yair your, yeah, your would have improved takedown defense. It wasn't the case, he just got taken down, laid on for three rounds. This fight was pretty boring. I gotta be honest, but uh, Curtis Blades did what he needed to do. He was he fought smart. So, what do you think? Yeah, you, you saw the middle finger afterwards from Curtis Blades.
1: I didn't see that. No, what happened? I didn't see it. Uh, so,
0: uh,
1: yeah, there was like a via unanimous decision, Curtis Blades. So he raised his two hands, and then he looked at J- Jairzinho. I think Jairzinho walked away and did this. So, uh, oh, was, I see that. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, listen, Blades didn't even need to do to win. It was not an exciting fight. But Yeah, but. Uh, so he needs to win the fight. He, he had to knock it. You're, you're, you're not going to strike. You're not going to strike. When anyway, you I, I actually, you know, I don't blame blades for uh, this fight at all. I actually think again, yeah. it's yeah. fault for the fight being kind of, I would say lackluster. Yeah. You're really, really have, I, you I, I find this guy come? very frustrating to watch Marcel. So I gotta be honest with you. He's a frustrating guy to watch. Cause when he lets his hands go, he's like Woodley kind of right. When he lets them go, he can knock you out. Right. how many fights now we see where he's just so timid marcel he doesn't do anything it was like the (laughs) zero bond fight was the exact same thing he just didn't want to throw hands the problem is he knows the guys he for the not in the guy
1: and Ganu fight he went also guns blazing like he got caught but he knows uh the the gun and blades he knows if he's gonna go crazy they take him down you know so he's very timid with coming to to give him to do any strikes but if you do that you know you're still, gonna get taken down at a certain point of yeah. time, you know, because those guys know how you how they can take you down, definitely. Blades. So, the thing is, I was actually surprised he he, he was able to stand up in the first round after Blades that's took what I'm him saying. Down.
0: He was he got up and he didn't do anything, there was no urgency, huh. it was really weird. I thought there'd be more urgency from this guy in the feet, he didn't want to show it and he he lost. Now, for Blades, what's next for him? Um, because he's top that's- five, but he's lost twice to Nagano, so. I do, steeper,
1: I do Steeper Blades and Dawkins against uh, against Rosenstrike.
0: Yeah, you could do that. I think uh, Dawkins. we'll talk about him in a minute. He deserves a uh, higher rank guy. Um, and finally, opening up the main card, Jessica Andrade defeats Cynthia Calvillo. I mean, this fight was pretty much one-way traffic, Marcel. Calvillo just didn't want to be in there with her. You know, she was she was getting hurt. And you could just see the difference in the power, right? Like Andrade really does tour with a lot of power. Uh, pretty one-sided fight, Marcel. Any thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, man, Andrade look looked great, man. It's actually I don't know what I said anymore. I I picked Andrade, but I didn't know if it a decision or a stoppage. I mean, we all know she has power, you know. Yeah. And the thing was like, uh, Calvillo, can she do something with the wrestling? Or well, you know, Andrade is good at the, in the on the ground as well, you know. So um, we knew if Andrade would had the uh, overhand and uh, the striking and that she could do uh, pretty much good damage with that. And she did, man. She she stopped her like a few seconds before the first round. I think it was a good stoppage um and uh, yeah, good win for Andrade only she she's stuck, you know. She's stuck here in the division. She's number one contender. She recently fought against Shashenko got completely dominated and finished. So she's stuck. She wants to go to fight uh, Rose or or uh, Songweley. Winner of that fight, I don't know if that's a fight to make, you know. But uh, hey, man, you can you can try, you know, because you're kind of stuck at the flyweight division right now. I think.
0: Yeah, let me get these comments. uh Jose says thoughts on Diaz pros versus Khabib. brought a few years back, when Nick threw a drink at Khabib and Nate supposedly slapped him. <laughs> yeah, I, I was that at the press conference. I want to say I think it was. I can't was remember. A World service of Fighting. oh World Series of Fighting. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. Jose says, guys, I think you're on earth Yayer's improvements. The first round look. and when he got back up against uh, against the fence, yeah, he did. Defended three to six takedowns, problem was in the center of the cage on the back. No, I, I you're right, you're right, Jose. He has gotten better at it, but it wasn't good enough. It just still wasn't good enough. You know, he still lost. Um, but again, I my problem with him was it actually you're right. I think that the, the takedown defense was improved, but it's like when he was in open space on the feet, there was no urgency to throw strikes when he knew that he needed to, because he knew Curse was looking for that takedown and he got it right away. So I I, I agree with you, Jose, but I, I still disappointed basically because I thought he was going to be more urgent with the strikes. He said after that Tiro Gone fight, I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to have one of these fights again. Remember he apologized to the fans? He was like, I'm so sorry, guys. Like, I'll put on a better fight. Well, this was like the exact same fight, except there wasn't five rounds, it was three. Maybe here. Uh
1: he he maybe can do better you know maybe he just can't do better this it's possible right yeah you no, know for sure um, and, so.
0: yeah i mean maybe that's just how, that's how good he's going to get you know I'm still a good fighter but it's not a Yeah guy. for sure Chris says crowd was booing too during the only the headref fight well it wasn't a great fight um Jose says not using MMA math but gone went 25 minutes with Volkov uh Yarzinyo didn't have a scratch on his fight on his face like blades Gone is very good at not getting hit i think we'll say that Glenn says, andrade got a title shot immediately after debut. Four fights at 125. Surely she's competitive against Chet It's possible. I mean, uh, she's probably one of the only fighters that has a puncher's chance, if anything, in that division. All right, let's go to the prelims now, Marcel. Let's talk about this fight, because I thought this fight was like, a fucking amazing fight for as long as it lasted. Oh oh it was amazing. It was so much fun. Murad devales gets his first knockout in the OC over Marlon Moraes. Second round TKO, ground and pound. The first round, though, my God. I mean, that was insane. And... Morab's really lucky he didn't get knocked out in that first round. I'll say that. Uh he's also yeah. lucky the referee didn't stop the fight, Keith Peterson. I think a lot of refs would have stopped that fight. And I think he got lucky that he didn't stop the fight. Um and he came back and won the fight in the second round. It was, it was, it was amazing to watch. I had so many friends message, like like casual MMA fans, message me that night saying, holy shit, did you just see this fight? This fight's crazy. I was going nuts too, man. I love fights like this. Who doesn't? Give your thoughts on this fight. It was an amazing fight.
1: Man, can we say that Marlon Moraes might be the best one-round fighter in the UFC? He's got to be up there. I, I even talked to him last week.
0: I was like, he's so dangerous in that first round. Like, he really
1: is. And, yeah, man, Marap went through it, you know, almost got finished, Uh kept himself, got himself together, even uh won, like, the last, I think, the last 30 seconds, 40 seconds of that first round. And the second round, he completely broke uh Marlon Morais in that in that second round Marlon Morais was wanted out at, at the last minute you saw the certain moment he was crawling up he was holding like this like I don't want anymore and the referee came in between I mean you know you can't go against Morat, man the dude has cardio like I, I call him Mr. Duracell man the dude got cardio for like for like 10 hours straight, I think, um, it's amazing, uh, he, he took a lot of damage, in that first round, man, we got to, we got to take that in mention. I mean, uh, that was some dangerous things, uh, over there, but he, he, he overcame that man, he came over, overcame adversity, and he stopped Marlon Moraes in the second round, that's probably his, his best opponent, he faced yet, in the UFC, and uh, he finished him, finally a finish for Marais, you know, and, uh, uh, a solid one. I mean, Moraes, very bad for Moraes. He's on a 3 fight losing skit now. Would have been more if he didn't want that Aldo fight. But, I mean, still a good win for for the Devales, really, man. And like I said, in my opinion, he's still undefeated in the UFC. I don't care what other people say. Um, yeah, He's just super legit. The only problem here is that, um, you know, People were like, "Why don't that doesn't the UFC do like Murat versus Piotr Jan for the for the interim title?" Listen, guys, if if Marup wins, for example, he's the interim champion. Alju is the champion. They don't want to fight each other. They said it already, so it doesn't make sense to make that fight at all. So it's not. Uh, happen I get either. I
0: get what you're saying, but I think when it comes to the belt, you have to make that choice for yourself. And I think Murat can. He's gonna to have to come to that decision and be like, I gotta be a little bit selfish in my career. I mean, it's not about Algernon anymore, it's about him, you know. Cause of I think course. yeah, he's he can win the belt. He could beat Algernon Sterling, it's possible. I think um, it's possible too, yeah. I think he could beat a lot of guys in this division. This wrestling just really plays well, it's just so powerful. And again, I'm with you, Marcel. I thought he, you know, the, the Frankie Saints fight. How did he lose that fight?
1: I was so mad, dude. I remember we, we do our uh, picks with MMA DNA as well. Yeah, I was yeah, the yeah. only guy who would pick Marab. They're all the others picked signs, And I was like, yes, I got this one. And then they split the decision for science. I, I was like, what the hell is going on here? And then you know? of course the, the Ricky
0: Simone fight with the technical yeah. knockout from a submission, which made no sense. Um, <laughs> let me ask you about Mar- uh, Mar- Marlin because Marlin, He's actually only he started his UFC career four and one. And now he's five and five. He's really yeah. struggled, and I'm looking at the losses. He's lost four of his last five fights via TKO, three via grounded pound and the brutal grounded pound. Um, I I can't say this guy's done because he obviously looked amazing in that first round, Marcel. But <laughs> he only has five minutes of cardio. Once you once you get out of the that's first a- round with this guy, he's done pretty much. That's the problem. That's a that's a real problem because he
1: looks really good in those first rounds all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that that's a real pr- he even looked great in his title fight against Henry Sarun. Yeah, he yes, he did. Round. I remember that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So that was a bit of an he, upset. Yeah. I remember that. Was a bit a, an
1: upset he, back at the time. Yeah. He's a world class fighter, man, in that first round, but for some reason the cardio doesn't go in the second round, and then he gets pretty much finished. So it sucks for him, man. But he, he got the
0: potential, you know. No, for sure. Oh, Jose says, he low-key favored Mirab over Cody and Font. Because uh, is a stairways of finally worn off. Well, they were still working well in that first round, weren't they? I'm just kidding. I have no idea if he's been juicing. Jose, I agree with you, Adam. Jerzy was weighing too much shit, throwing haymakers, 100%. So I, I'm with you, on Jose, and I think he made some good points. Um, we'll talk about this one kind of quick. Dan Hooker looked really good against Nazra Hakkras. Um, used his grappling more than anything, Marcel, in this fight. Didn't want to stand. He was just more of a, a grappling-based fight. And... He fought smart. smart. Um, it was a smart fight. He looked good in this fight. And I don't know who he fights next, but we do know that Islam doesn't have an opponent. I don't know if they can get Dan to fight Island and, uh, next month, but that would be a good fight. I, I will say that. What do you think? I agree
1: with you, man. Either Dan Hooker or Benel Dariush or Tony Ferguson, I don't mind. How about Just Armin or Armin or no? Yeah, th- that would be a rematch. I would be surprised if Islam wants that. You know what I mean? But um, Oh,
0: sorry. I thought uh, I thought about Hooker and Armin. Sorry, my bad. My bad. Oh, Hooker
1: and Armin. Yeah, yeah that yeah, would yeah. be a great fight. I would love that fight. You yeah. know, um, Yeah, we both picked Nasrath here because, for example, I also didn't expect Hooker to uh, wrestle so much, to take him to the ground the whole time. I, perfect, perfect game plan by Hooker, man. To clear 30-27, yeah, 130-26 card
0: on, on know, that. He fought I mean, smart, yeah. took no damage in the fight. Went in there, got a paycheck, got his win bonus, went home. Very made smart. Weight, both. Yeah, I got to give this guy credit for making it with two pros. But I thought, I just thought, I was impressed by how, fought, how uh, smart he fought. Like, I don't think I it was the two. most exciting fight, but it didn't matter. It was a smart fight. And mm-hmm. he wasn't looking, for, he wasn't going bonus hunting. for the, He needed to get a win. He's like, I'm on two fight losing skin. I need to win. He did that. You'll know, probably get a big name fight for his next fight. Glenn says the fight should have uh, went at 160 instead. Probably um, Glenn, but both guys they are like, oh, I have no problem making weight. So, all right, Chris Dawkins defeats Shamil durhima via second round knockout. Uh, pretty amazed that Shamil survived that first round at the end with that nasty uh, ground top from Mount. And then second round, definitely a late stoppage but I think, by Mark Smith, the ref. But Chris Dawkins was just dominant in this fight, Marcel. Give me your thoughts on on Chris Dawkus, a guy that's 4-0 now in the UFC with four knockouts, and I think a guy that we're both very high on the fuck was mark smith
1: doing man i mean him no off he went down and he pretty much much his laid there. rolled to the back of his yeah, head bro <laughs> yeah man he he laid out how i lay in my bed at night you know that's how where how he lay there and and he was like looking like is he out is he out and he was like only his leg was kind of a little bit moving like some sp- some spasm or something you know He's like, is he out is he out yeah keep punching i was like dude are you stupid or something so it was like, uh, yeah, again, an amazing performance by Dawkins. I think this is his third performance of the night bonus back to back, you know, and in the four fights. Uh, four TKO wins, or also KOs in between, but KO and TKO wins. I mean, Dawkins is so good, man. He's also good on the ground, but he just uh, uses stand-up here in this fight. And he looked really good again. And I, listen, man, we both expected Dawkins to win and also finish. Uh, Abdurraqimov, I think. I, I had him in the finish. I don't know if you had. But, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Doc is uh, really high on the dude, man. I got to say, when he came into the UFC, I was kind of skeptical. I didn't know yet if he was UFC caliber. But uh, after the first fight against Parker Porter, where he looked great as well, I was pretty much convinced. Then he fought Nascimento, but I was very high on Nascimento as well. I was like, well, maybe Nascimento can no, do No, Yogi something. Bear is good, man. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, but he stopped him in, in, within a minute, you know, and then, you know, it was real, you know, so, yeah, Doc is, yeah. I really i want him against rosa strike man i think
0: that would be a yeah it'd be fight. a good fight and, and jose's got some suggestions he's saying blades leosage lewis any of those fight. i think lewis would be a fun fight man that would be a fun one Derek lewis and, and mm-hmm. Dawkins. and i think Dawkins can win he's just really fast on the feet he's got fast hands he moves fast he's, and and he's, got, good, he's got good cardio too you know he's got high fight iq mm-hmm. um i do think he got tagged a little bit by Shamil in this fight he was having a hard time with the range in that first round but once he started to figure the range out, it was just downhill from there for Chimil. uh For Chris, though, I, very impressive once again. His brother's by, fighting again, like you said.
1: And by the way, dude, beard game strong. He out-bearded to the he looked,
0: beard looks good. He looks, he looks scary. He looks <laughs> scary. than Schmiel. It didn't look like there was a 27, 27-pound 27 difference between Dawkins and Schmil. It sure wasn't. Dawkins, i I got to be honest, Marcel, like, I still think he can cut to 205. I still think mm-hmm. he can do it. He's got a lot of flab around the belly. And I think if he just... He's probably a guy that doesn't eat the greatest let's be honest because i know he trains really fucking hard like this guy trains his ass off but probably doesn't eat the greatest and that's probably why he stays at heavyweight it's probably just doesn't have the greatest diet if you really really wanted to i think you can drop that 25 pounds to make 205 do you think you could i think it's possible man but hey i'm not a nutritionist so i'm not 100 sure no for sure, for sure for sure i'm not saying it's gonna be easy um, but because again, he's probably a guy that's always had a bit of a belly. You know, it's not mm-hmm. easy to lose that. But I'm just saying, like, I, as good as he is at heavyweight, I still wonder what's going to happen when he fights a guy that's 265 pounds, like Curtis Blades, that can take him down. Can he get back up? That's my question. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can. He can. He can strike with these guys. But I still have questions about Chris Dawkins, even though I really like the guy and I do think he's a black belt on the ground. But again, it's hard to get black belt when you're in your back getting punched in the face. Let's be honest. Um, But I like the guy. He's good. All right, Tyler Santos defeats Roxanne Modafferi. This was obviously not a good pick by me, guys. I'll just say that right now. Uh, I thought the fight would be more competitive. You know what? I think the second round was getting competitive, and then Tyler landed this nasty punch right on the eye of Roxy that changed the whole fight after that. It was just downhill after that. And, and let's be honest, it was pretty much a one-way traffic for Tyler Santos. I think she looked good, Marcel. I'm not ready to, to, for her to fight for a belt yet by any means, but it's time she fought someone like you know Jessica I, someone like that, like a gatekeeper type, to see if she can get to that upper echelon. What do you think? yeah man
1: like i say all the time tyla santos showed up again she left the twin sister home this time again um good performance you know uh solid what she yep. had to do uh
0: mother fairy uh didn't look comfortable at all inside no. the case but she's mar- you know roxie's still tough the eh? way like she got dropped oh for sure my god what a for tough sure. girl like she's she is a true veteran of the sport but yeah. you know marcel she's lost three of her last four um i don't think she'll get cut i think they're they're they're, they're fine keeping me around it's like a gatekeeper type but She's what's, her,
1: what's, what's the record? 25 and 20. I think it's, it's something like that. 20. Yeah. I think
0: this was like her 44th fight or something. So, okay. um, Jalen turned defeats he's menich managed via submission. Uh, yeah. so this one was one that I, I, I just better to finish this fight. Cause I, I wasn't too sure about manages cardio that didn't even come into play. Cause the fight didn't go past the first round. Just the takedown defense was not there. And he, once he was on the ground, Marcel, he couldn't get back up that's a real worry with this guy going forward. I mean, I'm, I'm worried about the going forward because if you fight someone who's going to take him down, I don't know if he can get back up. I'm not confident. Jalen Turner, a guy with durability issues. He's been knocked out quite a few times, but man, the guy is very solid, well-rounded, good striking. And now he's showing good submissions Marcel, Two straight wins by Rudy Nick, and choke. Give me your thoughts on Jalen Turner and the tarantula
1: yeah the tarantula the the guy who always uh, get me scared in my bed when i'm watching instagram <laughs> stories yeah uh, he looked good yeah for sure man dude sometimes i'm like late at night i'm just kind of swiping through instagram stories and then i
0: don't know where you see a tar- tarantula crawling somewhere I'm like dude <laughs> by the way did you dude. see that he he was forced to sell some of his tarantulas because he hasn't fought in a year and he needed money no, no. that's crazy that sucks yeah,
1: yeah. that sucks yeah that, that yeah. that's what that really sucks yeah um but he looked great. He really he looked did. great. I think he I did. think honestly he
0: deserved he deserved a he deserved the performance bonus to be really honest. I, I thought so too, you know, but it's just he's so far down the prelims that it was gonna be hard for him to get it. Um but this was one of those cards I think they could have given a couple extra bonuses out I mean...
1: I mean, so. he was a huge underdog, I think, in this fight, you know, so uh,
0: why not? He wasn't you know, a huge, uh, no, it was like an even line, but I, he was a small underdog, small underdog.
1: Oh, yeah. I thought it was a huge underdog, okay. uh, By the
0: end of the week, it had narrowed so much, there was basically a pick but with a lean towards medic. So, he was an underdog, there was only, crazy enough, there was only two underdogs that won on this whole, on this whole uh, card. Euros Medich and, and Jonathan Pierce, and we'll talk about him in a few minutes. That's it, the rest yeah. of them were favorites to one, it was a chalky card. Jose says the fight swordman Joe Turner, me too. Turner and Purcell. That would be a good fight. That fight makes sense. You know, if Vince wants to take that fight um, against a guy who's a prospect. I that would take I would watch that fight. But Vince is an older guy. He's like 38 or 39. He might want to fight someone who's a little bit more of a veteran to get you know further along in the rankings. Uh, a couple so, more fights so so you, talk with your guys. I, oh, always, I, always I, always
1: thought, I always thought Vince Purcell looks like an angry cup swanson, man. Yeah, he kind reason. of does. He does look like <laughs>
0: a lot. He really does. Like it must be long long houses <laughs> or something. Um <laughs> Matt, Nick Maximov defeats Cody Brundage. We didn't actually get a chance mm. to call this fight last week because it was booked on short notice. Uh, I picked Maximov. I think you picked Maximov too. I want to say for this one. Or, no, we were, talk- we, we were talking Maximov Robertson, Now we didn't talk about yeah, Brundage. Yeah, exactly. So I ended up picking Maximov. Um, I wasn't me super too. confident because of the short notice, but you know he did what he had to do. He wrestled Brundage. Brundage to me was very disappointing. This fight, you know, for a guy who's a wrestler, I mean, so wrestled for three rounds. He didn't do much except for the third round where he had the better I think- cardio. I um, think he came
1: back in the third round pretty pretty okay, you know. He but you know, he lost I the think first. The year. biggest
0: problem was he didn't have his normal coach with him. He didn't have Mark Montoya. He had James And mm-hmm. I'm not saying James is a bad coach. He's obviously good, but James mm-hmm. doesn't know this guy that well. He had to like fire him up between the second and third round. He's like, yeah, dude, I saw that. he's like, you're you're shooting for a takedown from halfway across the cage. I can stop that takedown. Like, I thought that was so jokes. Like he's like, dude, what are you doing? You gotta let your hands go. Like, I thought it was really good corner work, and guy almost came back, but yeah, Maximov wins the fight. The only Diaz member to win on this card because in the next fight, Matthew Stelzberger needed one punch in 15 seconds to absolutely destroy Martin Sano, Marcel. 15 seconds, one punch knockout. I think this guy should have got a bonus too. What do you think? I was thinking you were
1: going to say Martin Sano deserved a bonus. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Stelzberger. Yeah, for sure, man. The thing is, uh now they're probably gonna say like yeah this wasn't a good opponent, so you didn't really do yeah the that's the exactly better. what's happening. I mean yeah. that, that then you don't have to make that fight if you're gonna if you're gonna think like that's that. what you I'm
0: know saying how like, is mean? fair to, to Matt if you're gonna say uh here's your opponent, you could fight this guy, and then you're like okay, you don't you're not eligible for a bonus because this guy wasn't good enough to be in the UFC. That doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah, with 50 <laughs> seconds, you probably should be getting a bonus, I would say, right? Yeah. So
1: I agree. Yeah, definitely. Good, good performance by Samuelsberger. Yeah. we pretty much expected that. You know that Samuelsberger was going to win. We didn't know how because we didn't know exactly. anything about what Sano did. Sano did for exactly. the last four or five years. So yeah, but we we see there was a huge, I mean, huge knockout here. So we still don't know what's up with Sano. You know, I, I gotta give my boy, so. my
0: boy Duke, uh, credit from Elite Fantasy because he's he's like, you know what? I think it's gonna be a blowout. I think Samuelsberger knocks this guy out the first punch. He made a nice call. That was a really good call by my boy, Duke. So, uh, and after seeing what he did, Jason, Witt to Mike Marcel, he's the only fighter in UFC history, Matthew Selensberger, with two knockouts and under one minute, along with Anthony Johnson, who knocked out uh, little Noggy Glover to share under one minute. He's the only other fighter in UFC history. That is crazy. Last fight in the card, Jonathan Pierce defeats Omar Morales via second round submission, and he looked great in this fight. Takedown City, just took him down at will, and Cole says, Pierce was the only fight I got wrong. I thought we could pick him that close to per event. Cole, you did really well, man. Um, this was one I was thinking about picking too. I got to be honest, it was just hard to because Morales has never been taken down like this. That it was like hard to see it happening, but once he got him down, it was pretty much all one way traffic on the ground. I thought JSP looked good. That fight with Joe Lozon still makes me scratch my head. How did he get knocked in by Joe Lozon, right? And then he goes to beat superior fighters in Kamaka and Morales. But yeah, I mean, Jonathan Pierce is a pretty exciting guy, Marcel. He's won seven of his last eight fights by stoppage. So guy's pretty good. He's only 29 too. Any thoughts on him last fight to talk about here? Yeah, good, good,
1: good performance, man. I mean, uh, also a, a really, uh, how do you say? Interesting story. I think Nolan King, um, put it out when he was on contender series that he went through something uh, he got like hit hit in the back of the head on in the gym by somebody and he was kind of uh he was in the hospital for it it was uh, on purpose that what happened it's a crazy story we we'll definitely look it up um but yeah i mean besides that low fight he looks good you know so but that low fight still in the back of my head you know when i made this pick i was like I don't see a winning against Morales, but he did very well, you know. And uh, I think Morales is a good fighter. I don't want to take anything away from Morales. So, a good win for Pierce here, man. Definitely. I, I agree with you, man.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know, Dante Pierce was a Bellator. Isn't that crazy? He actually was. Was well, that a 1-5 contract or something? Yeah, one of those things. So, I think it was one of those. Um, anyways, that's it for UFC. Uh, I think – oh, we should we should talk about this. Oh, this is hilarious. Glenn says, never going to debut where your walk last longer than your fight. No, no, it's not. This is funny. Thoughts on John Jones being a dick again. (laughs) We'll talk about this quickly. So yeah, John Jones got arrested. Um, Allegedly it was domestic violence, I think. Uh, That is not good. And also like uh, mischief to a damage to a car or something. Really weird. Uh, I don't think anyone knows exactly what happened, but clearly the guy, the guy's got a problem with alcohol. I would say, you know, Marcel. My guess is he's got a serious problem with alcohol. He shouldn't drink. You know, um, yeah. John Jones is the greatest fighter of all time. He's also one of the biggest fuck ups uh, in the UFC that we've ever seen. If this was any, if this was Jonathan Pierce or Omar Morales getting arrested every week, they would have been on the ro- off the roster years ago. All he's right. lucky his name is John Jones. I'll say that right now, you know, Marcel. Because if he was just some random guy, he wouldn't be here anymore. Because it's John, he gets a lot more leniency um as a fighter i love john jones as a person the guy is very flawed any thoughts on john yeah man i mean remember uh miguel torres when he said said like um, a fan thing uh, a rape fan
1: should be a party fan and people wouldn't get so upset and then uh dana cut them immediately yeah. and they, they took him back later but they they yeah. cut him. so uh yeah i mean for Jones, yeah, I wanted to say Dana's probably upset there wasn't a video camera, right? it so we can't use it in the promo for the next fight. But <laughs> it's like uh, just kidding. But um, yeah, it just sucks, you know. Uh, what what can we say about it? It's uh, I think everything we say about it is too much. So yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't even realize that Torres was still fighting up to a couple of years ago. By the way, like after he got cut, he was still fighting for like small promotions. Um, domestic violence means hitting your wife. I yeah it, it normally does uh it doesn't necessarily have to be hitting your wife i think it's just any sort of abuse let me double check exactly what with yeah, don it's also
1: super work. it's super weird as well because uh right after domestic, the it is ceremony, domestic violence.
0: So i'm just making sure yeah. it's domestic violence yeah.
1: yeah i mean it's super weird as well because i right after the uh the ceremony from uh the the hall of fame he he, he posed with his wife and his
0: and his and his daughters man so it's that's, fucked. About, that's that, really yeah. fucked, man. that's really fucked. yeah i mean listen like there's Ah, everything I, I, John does is so bad. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not, not gonna go and defend any of this stuff, dude. Like the the hit and run, all like the drug tests, but you know hitting your wife or whatever being accused of yeah, that is crazy. terrible. That is terrible. Um, yeah. and you know drinking and driving is horrible. You know it's terrible. Hitting your mm-hmm. wife is terrible. This guy makes a lot of mistakes. You know um I don't, I don't know what to say i i honestly i'm i'm at a loss for words with john Jones. yeah let, let's talk about something else yeah let's let's talk about something else uh, let, let, yeah, let, yeah
1: i i want to ask you uh, what did you think about the uh, hall of fame induction from uh randall man by, by Bosworth and mark coleman and then his wife from Kevin i mean Hanneman. it's pretty
0: cool right like they're, they're yeah, super of, cool. all super are for, uh like at the same time pioneers i should say uh pioneers of the sport yeah i think that's cool george apiers in the hall of fame also John Jones is not in the Hall of Fame. His fight with Gustafson is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it, saying he's in the Hall of Fame and Gus is in the Hall of Fame. That's not true. And, like, my, I love the guy because Frank Trigg used to work for, for Odds Breaker. I don't know if he's there anymore, but Frank used to work for Oddsbreaker. His fight with Matt Hughes is in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Frank yeah. calls himself a Hall of Famer. I don't know if that's 100% correct. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying <laughs> – like, because this fight is in the Hall of Fame, but is, is Frank Trigg in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. You know what I mean, Marcel? I mean, still, so, Stefan Bonner is also not in the I know Clayton is fans also like, fans. I'm a Hall of Famer now because my fight with Diego Sanchez is in the Hall of Fame. It's like, no, the fight is in the Hall of Fame. Bonner was inducted, though. So, he actually was in. Okay. Yeah. Him and Forrest both come in. All right. Um, Marcel wanted to get out of here a few minutes early today, guys. So, I, I'm okay with that. But I do want to talk about contender series really quick. Marcel, let's just do it for two minutes. Last week's uh, yeah. recap AJ Dobson sure. defeats Hashem. Arcaga via first round submission yeah. after the guy missed weight Michael Morales defeats Nikolai uh, Varetnikov via decision Steve Wynn defeats Theo Rayling by decision Clayton Rodriguez defeats Santo Curatolo by decision Victor Martinez defeats Jacob Rosales by decision Dana White signed four guys everyone they want to fight except for Stevie Wynn who he just I don't think they like very much uh, but they signed the other guys give me quick thoughts on this card and the four fighters they signed I love it that the guys got
1: all contracts, but they're really signing way too much guys, in my opinion. Man. I know. But, I agree. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I love it that these guys got uh, got signed. I mean, uh, Clayton Rodriguez looked great. I think Michael Morales looked great. Victor Martinez, Jacob Rosales was kind of a 50-50 fight, in my opinion. Jacob uh, broke his hand in the first round, I think. And Martinez took over after that. AJ Dobson, yeah, I mean, you can't not give him a contract. You know, he looked great, yeah. uh, the, the submission finish so the thing is i mean you know i love it when guys get signed when they got their opportunity when they got the chance but sometimes man not really this week but last week man he gave five contracts where i was like three would have been okay you know right five was a little bit too much in my opinion but um yeah i mean i don't know who said it but it kind of it's not really as uh how do you say that like it's, you, it's too exciting as last year or the year not before really. where, where it was really like wow who's going to get the contract you know i know and then, no, and was and like then you win, could, you get a contract basically yeah, yeah. yeah. and then you could, could you could complain afterwards on twitter like how dare they not give this guy a contract you know and now you just can't complain you know what i mean no it's just yeah. kidding but but you understand what i mean man it's just yeah i don't know man for me it's like it's not as exciting as it was last year although the fights are still good you know Although I was in bed like 5 10 AM last week
0: because the, the pacing wasn't that good. Yeah, there's a lot of decisions last week. I agree. I felt I, I actually felt really tired after I, I kind of forgot what happened because I was so tired that day. I remember waking up next morning be like, oh they got figured four contracts. There were so many decisions also um, can, why yeah. why
1: do they the the after the fight they go with an interview to Laura sanco please man after the fight do the fight go to the next fight next fight yeah. next fight 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 and after Dana gets his decision interview the fighters do it like that you don't have to interview them twice you know it almost agree, takes man. time and, and and also man I don't want to t- t- talk shit but that, that uh that, that johnny dude man it, it, it takes so long sometimes what he says all the time you know i mean yeah. we, we want to move it on man it's it's a midweek day over here you know people in europe want to watch it as well don't talk too much at 4 a.m or 5 a.m in a midweek day you know what i mean yep i do no, i agree i agree
0: all right um i think that's it um for today's podcast just one, one last comment here Jose's asking Max Godja this week. Can he yeah. win a contract? No, I don't think so. Managed by Pettis. Anthony Pettis Or Sergio Pedis? I don't know. I, I know who the guy is. He's an Albanian guy. He missed weight. He won't get signed. Um, that's it for today's podcast, guys. We'll be back tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's go here, Marcel24,
1: Twitter, Instagram, and MMADNA.nl, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook.
0: Follow me on Twitter at and Madam Martin Podcast, MAOledgeBaker.com. It's on our YouTube channel, it's on iTunes, Spotify, all those places. You guys can follow me on uh, also at BJPenn.com, News.com, Elite Fantasy, lead Sports Betting. Uh, the new website working for Bookies as well, which is cool. I uh, like doing some stuff for those guys as well. So a lot of stuff going on. By the way, Marcel, just last question I have for you. Clayton Rodriguez, is he actually fighting uh, Zaruka Dasha? Is that official? That's official. That yeah, that's, oh, that's uh, crazy. Jan- January 15th. Love it. They got the guy booked already, so I have no problem with that. Um, who's the front runner to fight Islam is the last question. Ali says he wants either to be Hooker or Ferguson, so we'll see yeah. if they can get someone. I would like to see a Hooker fight him, but we'll see. All right, Marcel, that's it for today. Have a great one, guys. Peace.